0: we Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning guest, good friend, hilarious comedian Mark Riccadonna.
1: Happy Corona. Virus, Happy Corona uh, hang show day. How did you word it? You worded it so perfectly. When oh, you. When came you... To
0: the
1: door. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm totally stealing that. What night. did
0: I say? Happy Corona hang day or something? <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's wild out here because the interesting thing is how many was it. Two weeks ago, that it was me, you, and John playing Hell of a Day. Yeah, and we did the Corona wash your hands, wash your ass fun. Yes, and we had no idea that we were going to be here, here two weeks this. later. Yeah, wow. Because just a week ago, I was podcasting with Joel, and we were talking about Corona, but it was still not anywhere close. A lot happened in a week with it spreading and just yeah. becoming what it is now. Like, now, now we're in a mask quarantine
1: yeah, people are right now, like, in total, uh-oh. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Yeah. So, um... Want to talk yeah. about some
0: of the social media stuff going on well, with it?
1: So, I don't know which is worse, the real world or social media, because it's it's turning into a tinfoil hat-wearing community. And it, the first thing that happened that I noticed where it's like, oh, this is going to be really ugly, was people started talking about how their gigs canceled. And I get it. You know, we should talk about that kind of stuff because it allows pressure to get off of you because you're letting it out. Yeah. But then I saw it became a dick measuring contest. Yes. So it was like, I lost eight gigs. Yeah, I lost five grand this month. And then I lost 10 grand. I lost 20 grand. I lost. And it's like, okay, we get it. You're working. Shut the fuck up. And the thing is, is like, I make my living at this as you do. Yeah. We're all getting it. So I get like, yeah, I feel you, brother. Like, I'm losing work too. It sucks. But like, it became a measuring contest of how much money people lost. And I guarantee I was in the car with the person who lost the most out of the people I know. Because he lost all of his ship contracts Damn. for the whole year. And he was booked out the whole year. So when he said his number of money that he lost and he wasn't doing a measure, he goes, he was on the phone and then he got off the phone. We are driving and he was just like, I lost sixty grand in one phone call, and I was just like, Jesus. "Oh my god, that's like my yearly income." <laughs> Some businesses
0: are really going out of business. Yeah,
1: there's more people are going to go bankrupt than anything. I mean, it's 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 scary on the health level, but I think everybody's talking about that. Yeah, but like, it's scary on a financial level. Um, yeah, what's going to happen and You know, everybody's like, well, we got this thousand dollar check coming from the government. What's that going to do? That doesn't cover. Is that even really
0: coming? That's like a rumor.
1: Yeah. I. I, First of all, (laughs) the the idea of this is hysterical because you have these diehard Trump supporters saying like, well, you said he's not my president, so you shouldn't cash your check. (laughs) And it's like, wasn't his idea. It was Mitt Romney. Secondly, it's our money. It's tax money. It's money that we paid in. Trump didn't pay taxes. He bragged about that. So not to be political, none of this is about him. He's not writing you a check. It's the government writing your money back to you. And it's only $1,000. That doesn't cover my mortgage. It doesn't cover my heating bill. That doesn't cover... It's not going to help my retirement. My 401k went right into the toilet. Yeah. He... You know, gave Wall Street trillion dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. I did the math, and it's like the, if he gave the citizens of the United States that trillion dollar bailout, we'd all be getting cl- just under five grand apiece, which would make a difference. That would give you a month of relief. Yeah, my insurance is paid. My, uh, you know, everything could be paid and have money to try to survive with.
0: How long do you think it's gonna last?
1: Um, that's, that's where it gets really scary because there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just like a foggy, dark room and you're going, (laughs) somebody open a door.
0: Yeah, we really don't know. And, uh, I still think, and I kind of said this maybe last week that the virus itself is a reaction from Mother Earth. You know, it's a wake-up call. I was also, I was just on Twitter, because we're talking a little about social media, but I actually enjoyed these uh, tweets. Well, one, it showed a picture of the canals in Venice. Have you seen this picture? No. So look at how clear the water is. The water's finally clearing up there, and it says um, levels of nitrogen dioxide pollution fell drastically in parts of Italy, a direct result of the country closing due to the coronavirus. Venetians say the water hasn't been this clear in 60 years. Air quality and pollution continues to clear. And anybody who's old enough to remember when those waters (laughs) were clear are dying. Right They're now. at risk. They're at risk. The people <laughs> who remember, and then someone else wrote, "Wow, Earth is recovering. Air pollution slowing down. Water pollution's clearing up. Natural wildlife is returning home." Did so, you see the
1: photos of New York City? Nobody's driving. And it's oh, it like, must be dead there. I part of me is like, this is. I would move back if it was like this <laughs> all the time. Secondly, I'm thinking that nobody in New York City is taking this serious at all. Like people are still going out and like doing like nightlife stuff. Oh, they are? Yeah, like there's all these like- Well, even around Philly,
0: right? Bars are packed and-
1: and I'm just thinking, wow, there's going to be a lot of parking next year. (laughs) I am very excited that I'll be able to drive into the city and just park.
0: We just don't know how all this is going to go. It might be a good thing. I mean, people need to listen. It's it's a wake-up call. I'm not saying yay to the deaths, you know, but it's the kind of thing of when you start killing the planet, and we are living lives filled with suffering. You know, our yeah. children are often not happy the way we treat animals. There's a response, you know, yeah. and it's, I'm not saying that to be dark or cruel because there are some celebrities really getting shit for saying things that sounded callous they didn't yeah. particularly bother me yeah.
1: um well I, I and you and i both we have dark sixth sense yeah. of that kind of make it like okay make the dark joke let's laugh about it that way we can relieve some of the tension yeah so even if it is like dark or you know maybe people take it as you know like you shouldn't say that like well maybe it could just relieve a little tension Like it's not. But there's also some truth to it.
0: It's not to be insensitive to death or to people dying. You know, that's why we're all trying to prevent it right now. But at the same time, there are reasons why viruses arise. You know, it's a huge wake up call. Life is not, (laughs) first of all, life is fragile and these systems have been broken around us. Yeah. So we're being forced to look at the brokenness of a lot of these systems and how unhappy a lot of people are. I think it's also forcing us to look at our subconscious desires. You know, a lot of people have been aching to stay home. A lot of kids are so happy to not have to go to school right now and instead get yeah. to be with their families. So I,
1: I mean, my two are ecstatic that yeah. they are, you know, you're going to be home all week. And they're so happy at night. We, you know, do our stories, you know, before we go to bed and they're as happy as could be, you know, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, my wife's a teacher. So right now they're at home doing work. They're on computers, learning and doing the stuff so that they don't fall behind. It's actually good for the younger kid because now he's doing sight words and he's in preschool. Oh, wow. So it's like, this is really a good thing. And I don't mean it that this is a good thing, but it's a good thing that, you know, that we're able to do this. And I know a lot of people at first, when people were saying, Hey, take this time to spend time with your kids, take this time to spend time with your family. My initial response was, yeah, so I can hang out with them and imagine what it's going to be like when I tell them we have to leave because we don't have enough money to afford to live here anymore. Like that's going to be on my head. But then at one point I just said, Oh, fuck it. I might as well be here with them. And try to stay positive because
0: we have no control we are being thrust into the unknown and just having to have faith that we're going to get caught somehow you know and that there will be a lot of kindness coming up so if people are having to be late on payments or whatever we're all hoping that businesses or humans landlords whoever it is will be kind enough to say you know what Let me give you some leeway. We understand what's happening. You know, this is also a moment for like community to shine, kindness to shine. And it's also not a time to get judgmental. There are a lot of people. I'm not saying it's okay to right now flock to bars necessarily. I don't know the right answer, but it's also not a time to like shame people who don't want to be in a total quarantine yeah. either you know because for some people being completely quarantined if they have like emotional and not i don't even want to say emotional or health emotional or mental health issues but just some people start to go real baddie yeah. while being locked in a place and need to get out a little bit so yeah. it's like just you know everyone needs angie, to be kind
1: if i didn't have angie forget it i'd be going in especially if i was like a single dad two boys I I honestly would be at a point of nervous breakdown. Yeah. But I have her so like we kind of take turns like if you take the boys give me a little time to like go for a walk or do whatever. I'll come back and then you can go like she wants to go visit her sister cuz check in on them yeah. and that kind of stuff. I'm like, "Look, when I'm done with the podcast, I'll come home. I'll take the kids. You go do what you need to do." Yeah. And if I didn't have her, I would be already have a nervous breakdown it's like week one yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> have to protect,
0: yeah we have to protect emotional health as well here um yeah i don't see shane till this weekend <laughs> but <laughs> like he's be chilling
1: because you were saying there's a curfew right? yeah
0: i believe yes there's an eight o'clock 8 p.m curfew in new jersey but i'll just go early and leave by then okay. and yeah i'm excited to see him yeah you gotta because be. i haven't you know unlike a lot of parents i haven't been Stuck with them inside of a place. Yeah. That's just a lot of pressure as a parent to make sure your kid is constantly entertained. Yeah. When you're in a quarantine, so I'm lucky that like I get to see him this weekend and it be like fresh and exciting, you know.
1: <laughs> well, we have the thing going on right now too. Oh, biscuits, are ready. biscuits are ready. I'm making
0: biscuits. Everyone, keep talking, we, Mark. You want to pause it? No, or? hell no. Keep okay. talking.
1: So I, I think you know it's the. The the funny thing is, is seeing Angie reacting to me being around them when they're trying to be serious. Okay. So they're doing classwork, you know, so they're doing sight work. She has them up on the TV and they're popping up and the kids are talking to the TV and, you know, the play, play with peep, play. And now they walk in, I'm like, but, but, but with a B, but. And she's like, now you see where they get it? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't help it. What do you you it can't be? That's so a more serious. fun
0: learning environment anyway, though. Like that <laughs> you know, I think kids like that. I think there needs to be just more play in general. You know, sometimes yeah. these school systems almost feel a little bit like prisons, like you're not yeah. supposed to have jokes like How that. How dare you have fun? Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's changing up the whole thing. And even if the corona goes away in two weeks, which we're all praying for, you know, but even if it does, if we don't listen to the earth and just pay more attention to how fragile, once again, these systems are and start changing it, something else will replace Corona, whether it's another virus, a natural disaster that takes things out. Like things will keep happening until we listen and shift our ways. It's just how it all works. And we are slowly killing the planet and the planet's going to, Kill kill us before exactly, (laughs) we will die before the planet dies, you know. So it's that kind of a basic thing. And like I just said, if 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 you look at pictures of the water, it's clearing up, you know, there's something's going on. So it's not to be callous, and I don't want humans to die off. Yeah, however, it's time for us to collectively wake up. There, there's a problem. Yeah,
1: if we're trying to kill it, it might try to kill us out of yeah. defense and we've been Science. doing it for so long and you know and i'm not anybody who's listening that doesn't know who i am i'm not like a hippie guy it's you know I'm <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm pretty middle of the road when it comes to that so but i really do believe that it's i think george carlin said it yeah you know, maybe the earth wanted plastic it got what it wanted and now it's gonna get rid of us and you thank know. you humans
0: yeah yeah I and, created you for what I needed you for plastic and now you're gone no the thing is, is
1: if yeah. we don't team up with the planet and we kill the planet if we kill it all the living organisms that are you know that we all die anyway ground, we die too so it's like we're a
0: parasite on this planet so let's not kill the host. Yeah, let's work with it, you know? But you said it beautifully. It's like, here we're all worried about deaths. There will be mass extinction of humans if we don't listen and start paying attention to why this is even happening. Um, Factory farming, the way it's running, things just need to change. Prison reform. Don't even get me
1: started. Don't get her started Don't get
0: me started. You know, it's just... We're all one unit. So when there is suffering going on, whether it's with animals, prisoners, even like pets in terms of animals, when people are just like leaving their animals, you know, in like a cage for a long ass time, like now we're going to start feeling what that feels like. You know, it's paying more attention to everything around you. I'm
1: glad I have a free range Shih Tzu. (laughs) So when, when it does come down and the dogs aren't in control, he'll probably go, let them go. They were good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's free range. He does not And you're like, you spoke wants.
0: English this whole time?
1: You know how many good conversations him and I could have had? Damn. He's been on every set I've ever worked on. He's come. And the beauty about Gizmo, when he watches actors, if you're faking, if you're not being in the, the moment and real... He turns away and lays down, but if you're actually acting like in the moment with somebody and doing it, he pays attention. Oh, that's your dog. He's the greatest acting coach ever.
0: That's hysterical.
1: Like it's that simple too. Running a scene with somebody, I'd be like, "Oh, it's not going well." You don't think it's going well? Gizmo went in the other room. Are you
0: still having your read through, or are you not allowed?
1: I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of stuff right now in, in my life that is like, I don't know if this is happening or not. Um, <laughs> like, uh, we're going to be
0: doing a live podcast it, thing tomorrow night. What can we tell people to tune so, to? So, uh,
1: yeah, so it's, um, it'll be on Soul Joel's, um, Soul Joel's, uh, Co- Facebook, page, Facebook page. Okay. And it's a live, uh, of my podcast Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, which we're gonna have Kate on finally. Whoop, whoop. Because we've been recording. You moved down here and we've been recording in the city, and we weren't communicating as much when yeah. you were in the city. Yeah. So it was like so you're finally coming on. It's season two. I think it's only gonna be episode three. We uh we're gonna record and we're gonna have I think a couple of guests stop by, so it's gonna be fun. Um, you're gonna hear Kate tell a street joke. That's gonna happen. Really? Yeah. And you So have, I
0: have to know a street joke. Yeah. You're gonna I, I have, have to have, get prepped.
1: I can help you with that. Okay. I I <laughs> love street jokes and I know comics don't. Okay. Well, after a show, if somebody comes over to me and goes, I got a joke for you, I go, Tell it. I no, I have some right street jokes. Now. I just
0: had to think of some. I got okay. some. Okay. All right, cool. Do they have to be ones that weren't made up by you? Or No, either? they can be
1: in they can be whatever you want. It's just it has to be A joke that anyone can tell. I'm going to
0: steal Shane's street joke. Sweet.
1: (laughs) I'll save it. I'm excited. I love, I love, I mean, it's one of the reasons I got in the stand-up is I love jokes. I love the fact that you could be at a dinner table with a bunch of people and tell a complete nonsensical thing that has nothing to do with anyone. It's not like traditional kind of stand-up where it's about real life. It can, you know, a guy walks into a bar who cares what happens?
0: Who cares yeah.
1: if it's, you know, ridiculous? Who cares if it's stupid? There could be a talking dog. There could be a Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, all
0: the possibilities of things that could happen. I have to think of a really gross one. I, I feel like I knew a lot it. of gross street jokes when I was young. You know, like do you know what I'm about? you <laughs> yeah. remember the creamed corn street joke jokes? Oh, the what's what's uh <laughs> They're just so gr-
1: there was a setup. It's called like like what's worse than or what's grosser than gross and then you Hit a punchline of something horrible. Yeah, I and have to. Is- I have to
0: get my. Cr- yeah, there was a really gross joke I told in like middle or high school about cream corn, and the, you know oh, the boy. cream corn tune was in. not typical cream. Yeah, tune in. Tune in. This <laughs> is
1: going to be. I have a feeling there's going to be man marmalade. I want you involved. all
0: puking, and not because of the corona. Yeah, <laughs> this is a practice. Yeah, it's a practice puke. Yeah, uh-huh. but everyone, you know, I think we're going to really get through this and be fine. But just. You know, tune into your bodies, listen to them. That's really important because so yeah. many people are used to like overriding their systems. So if you're feeling sick, rest, take yeah. it easy, vitamins. give your system what it needs. Yes, vitamins. Tell things
1: in your body that are healthy. I am right now hating this quarantine just on the fact of my diet. I'm already fat. I don't need to get fatter as I make us biscuits. I've been doing nothing <laughs> but carbon. All right, you carbs, don't have to eat the biscuits. I've been, I've, like, I'm not going. To, I'm sorry. Look, like, I'm I went to Giant yesterday
0: to. and I was just like, because I didn't know what it was going to be like. Because you hear all these like nightmares, you think it's going to be like Walking Dead grocery yeah. shopping. It was fine. I but went, I went to the biscuit everything. section and I was like, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to, I've
1: given it up to Giant. I want them to sponsor my podcast because <laughs> I'm giving it up to them. Because every single Giant I've went to and I've, since. Everything happened since the pandemic started. I've been to like five times. I had to go out to a grocery store. They're always stocked. I went to the one in Doylestown, and they were working in shifts. They took everything off the shelves. So they did, not customers, and they were cleaning everything.
0: Oh my and then god! Putting it back out
1: so there's no corona coughs on anybody's items they're buying. Heroes, Dumba, Giant is the shit, and then they have announcements every hour to remind the the workers to go wash their hands and go back to work like it's like go wash your hands and then you, you know. someone needs
0: a raise at yeah. giant all of them well someone did a, a tweet where it was like someone should have told the food store workers they were about to work on the front lines
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're the marine corps they the, are yeah the badasses I, it's it's really it it's frightening to think about but it's also like the other thing, like people are getting all bent out of shape because people were hoarding toilet paper and canned foods. It's like, yes, because we're going off of what we heard. Things are going to be. I'm going to need down, toilet paper soon, so I got to run to the thing and
0: get whatever. But it's toilet paper, like officially just tanked everywhere you, now.
1: No, they were at Giant. Every Giant I went to, there was toilet paper. They just put a restriction, like one case of toilet yeah paper that makes per sense
0: person. all right i'm gonna get toilet paper
1: now here's what there's all these people that are pissed off that people were hoarding the toilet paper and i'm like i've been doing that before it was cool <laughs> if you go to my house at any time if you got a time
0: machine well i know out. who to i know whose house to rob if <laughs> i need toilet yeah, paper now telling, you know where i live. don't tell any of the i don't know where you live you don't I mean I know what town. Um, okay. But I don't know. So yeah, gotta, it'll be hard all, to rob you. And <laughs> this all blows
1: over, we got to have you over and you can see my toilet paper closet. Okay. I have a closet and it's been since I moved out of my house in Ohio and my dad's the same way. If you go to the closet in the bathroom, the entire top shelf is shelf to ceiling rolls of toilet paper. And as soon as one thing's gone or not This is one a man roll, who likes like, to shit. I, I, it. Listen to my act.
0: It's in there. It's in there. I also enjoy shitting. It's, Let me just uh, say that farting, mo- burping, all of it. The most the joys of being human. The most underrated thing you can do.
1: Sex. Most overrated. <laughs>
0: People talk about.
1: Sex I haven't had like sex in years greatest. and years, so
0: I am. I was just when I was talking to CG earlier. I was basically telling him everything I was going to do to him, and he just keeps. He's like, "You're, he just goes, you're sick." <laughs> <laughs> I remember in high school, all the guys would
1: just talk about how crazy the craziest shit they would do, and I was like, "It's so overrated." <laughs> sex is really good for about five seconds. What? That's right when I'm. And coming from Donna. someone
0: who gets to have it regularly no i am i am ready i'm ready to get rejected you by my boyfriend love a the lot
1: coronavirus because every time you see somebody you get to go yep fisted Adana today fister- fisted john koppel today give <laughs> <Toop, toop.
0: laughs> me old fister rooney is no longer with us no i'm joking <laughs> i told him i was like gonna make the joke that he was gone he's like you're sick he was because Koppel death. was invited to this but he is full in quarantine he's full quarantined. full quarantined i'm not gonna that's lie. why john isn't with us he did not actually Today die and
1: tomorrow doing the podcasting. i'm not gonna lie when i go home i go straight to the basement my stuff's going into the laundry oh
0: do you laundry it up right away
1: yeah and then i'm gonna hop in the shower and
0: lice yourself Delice go you lice? to, go go to scalding morning. weather then I'm it's just, back to normal. I'm it's, convinced I had the corona three months ago. I've been telling you all this. No one listens. I, I was real sick. I couldn't breathe.
1: Suits. I want to get a big hazmat suit like the people who stole ET. And <laughs> I want to walk around like a, an astronaut and just be. When I come home, I'll have a hose out on the front, and you can scrub me with a big. I'm going to have
0: actual hose twerking. Hose twerking and Mark's going to have a different kind of hose yeah. i'm gonna have hose. <laughs> i'm gonna have a garden hose you're gonna have a garden of hose. yeah this but this is, is what i froze. like i like this the is range
1: awesome this is too
0: little <laughs> yeah i like the range of fear as well though like i'm like i don't want just everyone to be at my level of unfear. you know what i mean yeah. like you need people who are like I'm not scared at all. You need the people who are full-on panic room quarantine the theory. You need, you need it you, all. You stretch it in every direction. I'm still mostly quarantined everyone. I don't need people being like, take it seriously, Kate. You could be spreading it. Nah, I'm mostly quarantined. And guess what, motherfuckers? I've been quarantined for four goddamn years. (laughs) Kate
1: (laughs) just told us she's not having sex. She's not spreading nothing.
0: I ain't spreading nothing. I have been (laughs) handling my depression and anxiety in an isolated fashion for years, everyone. I'm ready.
1: (laughs) I am in more fear of uh, possibly giving something to the kids than me. I, aren't I, I mean,
0: kids like fine right now like kids for some reason
1: if their immune systems keep talking i'm gonna
0: check on the biscuits again <laughs> i
1: think it's if their immune systems are weak it's the same reason older people are at risk it's about Do the immune, weak immune systems? um well i mean they they got the flu twice this winter and it's because the we had a crappy winter and a lot of stuff didn't die because of freezing conditions you know so it's uh we had a bad winter, which means uh, everybody with sinus issues are going to have a horrible spring because a lot of the stuff didn't die, so it's going to be nuts. How do you know they didn't have corona? They could, maybe it's a sinus corona. Oh, you mean the kids? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the, I mean, we went to a doctor, of course, they didn't know what the corona was then. They like but...
0: barely have the tests now. So yeah. a lot of people could have already had corona. There's a good chance it Do might. Do you want have some been. gravy with your biscuits? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going I'm full the g- gravy.
1: Oh. <laughs> Hello gravy. quarantine.
0: Can you actually open that yes. for me? Thank you for listening to our Biscuits and Gravy podcast. <laughs>
1: Was the biscuits and gravy with you know, the side of Corona.
0: I had a boyfriend in, throughout college. I was with him actually for five years. He's my first uh fiance, actually. Yeah. Um he was a rapper, the first rapper I ever dated, and he his one of his albums was called Biscuits and Gurvey. <laughs> yeah. So here you go. Won't get
1: some of them biscuits. I love it. Biscuits, biscuits and Gurvey.
0: So we're eating we we have to take a picture of us with the biscuits with the biscuits later. But um I'm just saying like look, I'm I'm all about people quarantining, staying safe. It's I'm also about people who don't want to be 100% quarantined, you know? Like I just don't well,
1: everybody's got to do them. Yeah. what what is right for them without putting anyone in danger. Like if you start to feel sick, don't run over people's Amen. houses and cough on their faces.
0: Amen. And I'm not like it's not like I'm going to like a retirement home either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm really I'm hang mostly it's me. Just me by myself. And then hanging with certain yeah, homies a little, of mine. Look,
1: podcasting.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. I gotta yeah. I gotta keep it moving and grooving.
1: Yeah. But we're people who it's it's really hard to keep us in 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 one confined space. It's I mean, it's partially part of why the road is so torturous for comedians like us
0: you're on the road constantly being though. in a car and <laughs> stuck in you your own it.
1: brain for hours and hours it's like i'm i, I think i've i've made myself crazy and then sane again in one car trip that's hilarious <laughs> like if you got me halfway through the car ride i'd be telling you the craziest shit you've ever heard conspiracy <laughs> theories but then by the end of it i'm like a conservative you know, uh, Jesus Toten. Uh... I want to do road trips with you, though. <laughs> maybe once
0: this corona thing dies. Once this is
1: over, I want to get back on the road. Cause maybe I... if
0: like 50% of the comedians die, there will be more gigs for everyone. <laughs> and that's a joke, everyone. <laughs> is a joke. If anyone comes after me for being insensitive in the corona, suck my dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> like Seriously, straw. I just don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's... It's pretty
1: insane that like uh, people need to be able to laugh and have a, uh, a and be dunk. dark about it too. I mean, it's how people. I mean, any any documentary you hear about uh, with World War One, yo, these biscuits are so, slamming. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm not gonna eat yet because if I'm because if we're both eating, it, it's not a Mike, podcast it's like, anymore. <laughs>
0: hey mark would you come over and do my podcast it's just you talking while i bake and eat (laughs) (laughs) but world
1: war one these people they dealt with uh how awful things were and the conditions and that they were probably going to die at any moment with really dark sense of humor there was they used to have to bury the dead in the walls of the of the trenches and like Are you sometimes, serious? yeah, sometimes like limbs would be hanging out. That's So disgusting. there was a British group. I'm
0: eating a biscuit right now, <laughs> <laughs> and you're making me hungrier. <laughs> that made them taste
1: better. Yeah. Tell me
0: more about the limbs coming out of the trenches. And like a limb would be as I dip out. into
1: gravy. And there was this group of British soldiers, and I was listening to this. Guy telling the story, and every morning they would walk out and shake the dead limb. Are you serious? Like, good morning, <laughs> good morning, and everybody would walk out and file and shake the guy's hand.
0: Dear Christ! And well, that's a new level of dark. They
1: need, they needed that because if they didn't, I mean, that's, imagine the nervous breakdowns. I mean, that's oh yeah, no. And I'm not an old man. Uh, uh, I'm definitely not like a boomer. I'm more. I'm actually a millennial. You are too.
0: I'm a mill. I just made mill- Yeah, we just we're made it. We're grandpa millennials. I think 1980 is like the cutoff or something. Yeah,
1: we're grandpa millennials. Grandma and grandpa millennial. I'm and, into uh, it. But I identify a lot with the Gen Xers because I hung out with older people. Oh. Um, but the thing is, is like imagine the generation now, and I'm not trying to be an old man, dealing with like World War One conditions.
0: Oh, no, it wouldn't happen.
1: And so it's like, like... <laughs> we we can get through it we need to you know be able to laugh we also need to be sensitive toward each other so we don't end up with the screwed up people after true but it it's well as a human race i think we'll we'll make it oh the human
0: <laughs> the human race will make it through i don't know the percentage i was talking to my ex-husband's new wife who's a doctor cuz i wanted her
1: opinion on Yeah,
0: on like I'm like what is happening? And also I wanted to make sure when if I podcast about it to like just be not just to be sensitive but also have some more facts. Yeah,
1: a little knowledgeable. <laughs>
0: and they said they're looking at potentially 700,000 deaths in the US. Jeez. That's a lot actually. And I was like, "Really?" She was like, "Yes, potentially." And in the hospital she works at in New Jersey, they have six or seven cases in the hospital um with severe corona on respirators you know what i mean and she said some some of the cases throughout which we know are doctors who got in contact that to me is like i don't want to say the saddest as if other deaths aren't sad because we're not no, even supposed to measure the,
1: you're the person trying to help and yeah. you're in the worst spot
0: like that just makes me sad that these people who are yeah they dedicate their lives to helping are dying from it and stuff but i guess it's inevitable yeah. but um they're going to have to it is change. a serious thing it is serious and yet it's also serious to have your whole economy tank as well it just sucks and yet it's here for a reason it's here to wake us up we have to change our ways we need to listen to kids like s- the yeah. school system should not be the way they are end of story same with so many of these systems so i'm hoping i'm hoping there are lots of big shifts after this yeah i, I, I think
1: there's going to have to be yeah. yeah. The other thing is, is uh, what were you just talking about before
0: the schools? The, uh, How good these fucking biscuits are? Those biscuits look good. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to seem insensitive, but I, feel Man, like, I, feel I like love Humpty. biscuits. I feel like Humpty.
1: Just grab them in the biscuits, you know? <laughs> yes. Let's, uh, we should have just prepared
0: all different biscuits quotes. <laughs>
1: the business of
0: biscuits. Fucking love biscuits. Love gravy. <laughs> how are you not sucking? this quarantine tastes delicious
1: <laughs> quarantine
0: is delicious how many people can't. are just sitting at home eating during this quarantine i mean you were saying it <laughs> i need to stop chewing into the mic
1: it's so hard to uh kind of promote a healthy lifestyle during the coronavirus uh epidemic because it's like all the gyms are closed which rightfully they close the parks
0: that, to me, was the upsetting. The parks are closed.
1: It's like, so you can't even like really go to the parks. And then people are like, well, you know what? Like Planet Fitness is going to do these things where you can uh, go on and they'll like, Skype classes to you at home. And I'm like, I'd rather get fat and laughed at than <laughs> really? be in front of my computer doing fucking exercises with my computer and <laughs> laugh at myself for how stupid I look and my tight. I you went know, for a
0: run today. You could go out for a, for a run. run. I went out for a run. I mean, I was the biggest weenie. Like after ten minutes, I was like, because <gasps> I haven't run in forever. I'm done. It hurt. I was like dying. But it. I'll tell you what. The corona pushed me to start running outside because I needed fresh air.
1: <laughs> the the crazy thing too is is like. Everybody's making jokes about it being like, you know. I love watching fat people complain the gyms are closed like they went. And it's like I go to the gym every day to maintain just being fat. <laughs> if I don't have that going on, I'm going to be giant.
0: Obese. Oh, Mark yes. after the corona, you're gonna. We'll start the podcast. Well, you don't have to eat these biscuits. Like, you don't need. Th- you need to eat these. I'm sorry that I just like these are the most delicious. The I, these are the flaky Pillsbury oh, they look good. with the layers. Oh, so
1: I'm, I'm not gonna lie though. See how sensitive I to am. Eat my
0: friend here is like, I, I'm trying to not gain weight. And I'm like, what about these flaky, delicious? But you have you, you have the
1: same thing my mom does where it's like, you don't have to eat them. No, uh, of it's course like, you do. I'm it's eating like, them right hey, in front I'm a you. drug addict. I just have this plate of cocaine in front of you, <laughs> you don't have to sniff any of it. that's
0: that's next after we're done the biscuits (laughs) comes the plate of cocaine we
1: should have did the cocaine because then we wouldn't eat the biscuits
0: oh is that how that works i've never done cocaine
1: drug addicts are always so skinny because they're all about the drugs not where like for me it's like i'll drink and then be like now what can i eat
0: (laughs) well i guess different like obviously weed you eat
1: yeah yeah it makes you oh which by the way i had uh, i have some edibles they're the
0: best. You didn't bring any, did you?
1: Um, I'll bring you. I won't eat the one. I'll
0: bring. No, to you. eat your edibles. No, I'll, I'll have, find a way. I'll I'll bring you next podcast. I'm I'll just keep snorting biscuits. <laughs> snorting <laughs> biscuits. Snorting biscuits at the the Wolf House. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Snorting biscuits. Biscuits are so good. Oh, I, <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> biscuits. In the quarantine. They're delicious if you know what I mean. Biscuits <laughs> and gravy. <laughs> oh, man.
1: The other bad thing is with being quarantined with kids is kids don't understand that it's like you want to conserve, you want to eat the stuff that can spoil.
0: Why? What are your kids doing?
1: They want cinnamon toast crunch and waffles and i'm like guys this stuff will stay on the shelf for a billion years let's eat these vegetables i don't want vegetables
0: i definitely bought cinnamon toast crunch yesterday did you i passed it and i
1: was like yes please yes i love don't the ask bakers. me twice
0: <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch is so good i I'm this gravy is for me you don't have to eat it but i'm not
1: going to do any gravy because i why will because
0: I'll I'll like start drinking it like it's a no you won't because I'll freaking slap it out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> two fat two fat people fighting for gravy. Give me the gravy. I would I I honestly wouldn't care. I'd go and get ten more things of gravy tomorrow. <laughs> Um, all right. Do you want to talk about the Razzie's Mark? Yes, it is award season. I think we spent <laughs> we spent 37 minutes on Corona and biscuits. <laughs> we can go to Razzie's now.
1: It's award season and the poor Razzie's have been overshadowed. I know. Overshadowed by this uh, epidemic.
0: Not this year. We're going to bring it back. We're bringing the
1: Razzies. I don't know about you, but like I like the Razzies more than the Academy Awards.
0: I honestly don't really ever pay attention to the Razzies. So the Razzies are the I'm most important award
1: show ever. I practice my Razzie speech.
0: My gravy finger just somehow stained my iPhone screen. <laughs> I've never seen that, but somehow the gravy and biscuit grease. I don't want to say. Okay, worst picture. Dun, dun, dun. Can so, I say it? About, or do you not want me to ruin it?
1: Should we should we read the the other ones that were up for it or should we just read the winners?
0: Um, maybe for a worse picture you can read all of them. Okay.
1: So we had the Fanatic, which I did not see.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: The Haunting.
0: The Haunting of Sharon Oh, Sharon Tate and a lot of with that of and once upon a time in Hollywood, Sharon Tate coming back.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rambo Last Blood. You know, my brother went and saw it and immediately texted me. Must see. Stop (laughs) it. Must see. I would see that.
0: I would see that high. I'll tell you that. And
1: a Medea family funeral, which you know is going to be off the hook. Off the hook. Because there is a dude dressed like a woman and doing a soft shoe dance that would make me cringe if
0: I was black. And
1: the winner for worst picture, mm-hmm. Tom Hooper, Tim Bevan,
0: Cats, Cats,
1: Cats. I thought up. it
0: was going to be good when I started seeing. I was the only person that was like, I didn't watch it, but when I saw the trailer, I was like, I could fucks with that. And then <laughs> people hated it.
1: To quote the great <laughs> DJ Hazard, he was in Cats. He played the litter box.
0: Oh. <laughs> all right, let me it's... do, let's do Worst Actor.
1: Worst Actor, oh my God, he's been nominated. Do you want me to read all of
0: them? Um,
1: Let's just go with the winner. Okay. This man has been nominated for 12 Razzies.
0: Really? Yes, this is his second win. John Travolta.
1: Oh my God, for two movies.
0: The Fanatic and Trading Paint.
1: The, his wig was fantastic in The Fanatic. I didn't see. His wig should win Best Actor.
0: Sorry, Johnny. You need to go back to Greece, where you killed it. <laughs> I love that
1: movie, Greece. Worst Actress. Oof. It was, I got to say, I love that Worst Actress. One of them was Tyler Perry for a Medea funeral.
0: That's actually very advanced. That's hysterical. That's awesome. Rebel <laughs>
1: Wilson and The Hustle did not win.
0: Nope. Francesca Hayward for cats, Anne Hathaway. The hustle and serenity did not win, but the winner was Hilary Duff.
1: Oh the boy. haunting
0: of Sharon Tate.
1: She's in that show. Is that Hilary Duff that's in that show that um takes place all over time? Every every. Uh, I'm asking you because it's mostly women that always talk about it. I'm.
0: I know um, what you're talking about, and I don't know. I don't. She know.
1: plays like an old woman in it. And oh, it's really? Like, But, like, it's, like, such a Hollywood thing where it's, like, she's playing an old woman who's gorgeous. (laughs) Like, oh, wow, she grayed her hair. (laughs) She's now an old woman. I need to look it
0: up in a second. All right, let's do... Man, you're right. Cats really cleaned up at the Razzies.
1: Worst screen combo was Cats. It was nominated for Jason... It was nominated twice in that because everybody sucked in it. Oh, my God. Um... (laughs) We got Worst Supporting Actress. Rebel Wilson with a with a, a win for Cats. Whoop, she, whoop. But she was also nominated for Worst Actress in The Hustle. So she had two nominations, one victory. Save some for other people, Rebel. Come on. And Cassie Davis won for a Medea family funeral. She is actually a woman, though. Oh. So that was Judy Dench was also. Up for cats with that. Worst supporting actor?
0: James, James Corden. Corden. For cats. Cats. Oh, cats. I kind of now have to see cats. Right. Definitely. I know. Uh,
1: we should have a cats party and then podcast right after. We
0: should. But then we uh, have to sing some of the songs.
1: <laughs> Tyler Perry was also no- nominated for worst supporting act.
0: Oh. So he was up him. for
1: worst supporting actress and worst supporting actor. Oh, my God.
0: And worst director. <laughs> Tom Hooper, Cats.
1: Poor Tom Hooper. I really, Aww. I really think
0: worst screenplay. Cats. <laughs> Man, I feel bad. I can't be that bad. I now need to see it. It's worst remakes, ripoff or sequel. Rambo, Rambo. Last. Blood. Uh, who did not see that coming? I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, I do see the Medea family funeral was like, yeah, that should be there.
0: <laughs> Wait, worst reckless disregard for human life and public property. Rambo, Last Blood. That's so crazy that that's even like a category. <laughs> the
1: Joker, that's another one. There was a lot of like uh, a lot of death and destruction. That Razzie was...
0: Redeemer Award.
1: This is somebody who won a Razzie but has redeemed themselves to being good again.
0: Eddie Murphy, Dolomite is my name.
1: Did you see that movie? No, did you? Yes. And was and it I good? Cried.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe I'll see it.
1: I thought it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. It reminded me. Do you want
0: a drink, by the way? As I like pull out a drink for me. Oh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, well, we're almost me. done this one, and then before we do yours, I'll get you like a refreshment. A refreshment. I'll get you a refreshment. A
1: refreshment.
0: To it wash reminded- down there was biscuits,
1: and biscuits were good, delicious. Freaking I just biscuits. wash it down with a big cup of gravy. <laughs> the uh, but dolomite is my name. You stay away from my fucking gravy. <laughs> it reminded me of being in high school. Because it's exactly what me and my brother did. We got a camcorder and just went, we're making our own movie. And we started <laughs> making movies where about undercover cops from the 70s. And it was so much fun. And when you watch Dolomite, you're like, I wish I was part of that crew because it's Aww. a true story.
0: I like that you're appreciating my mermaid sequin pillows. I love your genuinely. mermaid
1: sequin it's,
0: They're so fun. It looks like a cat scratched it. With magic. With magic. With their (laughs) magic claws. With magic paws.
1: Um, I want to bring this up real quick. Um, Permission. Do you believe in dragons? I do. Do you? So I didn't. But my kids did something to make me believe in dragons. All right. Tell me. Duke you know with- one of my
0: nicknames is the dragon sorceress. I do. This is why I brought it up to you. My boyfriend does not appreciate that name and <laughs> said if I make merch with it, he may not stand next to me while I wear it, and it genuinely hurts my feelings. So let's continue this conversation actually because maybe he so, can be persuaded.
1: Duke is obsessed with dragons. He's my younger one. Axel was Love helping Duke. him with a book. Okay. They were because he's obsessed with dragons, lizards. Dinosaurs, so Axel has a bit of know-it-all syndrome, and decided to tell Duke. Dragons aren't real. <gasps> Dinosaurs were real. They're no longer with us, but lizards Just like and reptiles are. <laughs> yeah, John <laughs> Copple is the dinosaur of our group. You're the dragon, and I guess he didn't that make, make it through the, the ice lizard.
0: age. That Copple.
1: <laughs> so he says. Uh, dragons aren't real, but then as they went through the dragon book, he goes, oh, the Chinese New Year dragon is real. And Duke goes, I don't care, that's a butt-crack dragon. (laughs) And I started laughing, and Axel goes, no, this dragon is real. And he goes, I'm not afraid of that dragon, it comes out of a box. I was like, that's the funniest and weirdest thing. Because he's thinking, you know, it's a costume, so it's not it comes out of the box he's not afraid of it
0: i do think dragons are real but i also believe in mermaids angels fairies like enlightened aliens of
1: course i think my family lineage if i did the like uh what is it the where you spit in the cup and they tell you where you're
0: from yours has sasquatch they would you're part bigfoot (laughs) (laughs) that'd be awesome yeah i think it's on my mom's side I know some people who've had experiences with Sasquatch. Yeah? Yeah. The paranormal realms. There, I mean, so many things. Well, let's talk about leprechauns. We just had St. Paddy's Day yesterday. I believe in like a lot of those things. I just think that they either had to kind of vanish away because humans are not very kind to that, which they don't understand. Or it can be. Literally in a different dimension. Sorry, I had to burp up a little no, bit of my biscuit.
1: A little biscuit burp is a little uh,
0: biscuit burp. Biscuit burps are hey. always good for the biscuit and gravy. Burp. <laughs> 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 it smells like a
1: <laughs> smells like a stuckies in here. What's a stuckies? It's a southern like diner that's really cheap. I'll go to freaking Stuckies. You, you kidding really me? I love Stuckies. It's all biscuits cracker
0: barrel has what I'm talking about. Who
1: doesn't love a good cracker
0: barrel? Cracker barrel's the shit. Um, well let's see. I mean, we can wrap we can wrap this one up soon and that way cuz we're going to be recording Mark's podcast and where can they find the one that we're going to be recording? So the next? one
1: we're going to be recording, uh you can go to any of the social medias of Soul Joe Productions. Okay, and uh, you'll be able to find it. Uh, we're going to go live at one o'clock.
0: Is that when we're doing it tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow one o'clock oh, live. Sweet, I didn't know it was during the day.
1: Yes, and then we're going to. Uh, I thought it
0: was at night. Mm,
1: I think it's tomorrow at one. Okay, okay. And then uh, Richie Byrne, if he can escape New York like Kurt Russell and can make it down to Hroyersford, we will uh, have our live podcast with the full cast. But if he cannot make it, we're going to try to see if we can figure out how to Skype him in. Okay. Um, Thank God uh, Joel has a tech person because uh, and Joel's not that good at tech.
0: Well, yeah, I neither mean, am I, I, n- so. neither am I, but aren't we, we're about to record one right now. Where yeah. can I find that one? So
1: this one will be, you can, I'll, I'll just put a link on my website um, on the homepage. Okay. Home page. Because uh, it probably won't be out for a little while. I'm going to record like 10 of them. Oh. And then I'm going to try to keep live so I can be up on top of, you know, the quarantine stuff. But I want to record a bunch to have in I hear the, you. the back pocket. So in case the road comes back to being a thing that we can make money at, I'll have those okay. for when I'm not around. But um, yeah, that's going to be called uh, Domestic Nomad. So you can check that one out
0: got it okay yeah. domestic nomad
1: mark rickadonna.com
0: mark Riccadonna. and then uh i guess we'll start wrapping up i just want to let everyone know my march 29th album recording at the stress factory is right now canceled because of the corona because. so i will keep you all updated on when that's going to be postponed with a new date right now i'm supposed to be at soul joel's april 11th but we don't know yeah, everything's right.
1: in the air. It's really scary times for performers.
0: Yeah, we just don't know. But we have to get creative and find new ways. New ventures. And if anyone super rich is listening, yes, Mark and I have several quarantine-friendly production TV ideas.
1: And you can get involved. You can be part of this. You just have to contact Kate, and we can figure out how to maybe have a meeting with you.
0: Yes. So any of my really rich listeners or producers listening, yes, we got some ideas. And one of our ideas that's not quarantine-friendly is uh, a kind scary. of predicted. <laughs>
1: yeah. A little scary. We wrote it a few months ago, and...
0: Here you know. we are. But we don't want to give away too much of that, because that yeah. one's going to be happening. So, yes. But... It's almost like I'm psychic or something. I am.
1: Watch out for the wolf. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ow, ow.
0: <laughs> I was watching uh like sanctuary wolf video stuff. And I love that like the people would go in, the volunteers, and they would sit with them and howl. And I was like, that's amazing. Yes. I just want to howl all the time. To- you, you howl.
1: I can't. I'll be real loud. Really? Is your neighbor's home?
0: Maybe. Well, I can you do know. like a not as loud howl? oh <laughs> That's good. Oh, oh! I used to do that. That's I'm how you not me. get the corona. You have to howl. Howl at
1: the moon. <laughs> I used to do that and scare I my talk nephew. I talked
0: to a doctor, so I know that's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's what a were you going to say?
1: I used to do that real loud uh, and scare my nephew. Because <laughs> everybody, in my whole life I've been called Teen Wolf because I can grow a beard up to my eyeballs. <laughs> and... Uh, I, I've been that way my whole, like, you see how much facial hair I have going? It's been like this since I was in, like, seventh grade.
0: No one likes a bragger, okay, Mark? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: And, yeah, that's right. That's right, he ladies. He grow facial hair. Two-inch shoulder hair.
0: Yeah, very quickly.
1: Overnight, If you shave hair. his
0: shoulder hair, it will grow back in 30 seconds.
1: Scientists want to check my follicles because they think they could save balding men with... <laughs> Whatever is going on with my shoulders and back.
0: I heard all a bald man has to do is rub his head against your shoulder. Boom. It's fixed.
1: Once the coronavirus thing's over, uh, I'm going to charge bald people five bucks and they can rub their bald head on my shoulders. That just
0: might be a whole fetish anyway. That yeah, might get a lot of customers. Yeah. He'll also jerk you off for an extra 20. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 20's a 20. <laughs> Times are tough right now for comics. But you won't have to be on the road. That's true. You know, we can jack it up. We'll jack, jack it up it for off. you. Yeah, <laughs> Jack up the jack off. Jack up the jack off. There we go. <laughs> um, all right. So for me, find me social media at the Kate Wolf. But then also, guys, get a healing, a tarot reading. I'll help you feel into the unknown and what's about to occur. Can you do it via Skype? Of course I can, and FaceTime. How could we do this? Reach out to me, kwolf2fs27 at gmail.com, and I will hit you up with the deets. And Mark, where can they find you?
1: Best bet is go to markricadonna.com, M-A-R-K-R-I-C-C-A-D-O-N-N-A, that is R-I-C-C-A-D-O-N-N-A, two C's, two N's.
0: Great radio voice,
1: <laughs> and
0: you've been listening. <laughs> Tune in. This is the Corona Update with Kate and Mark. Bye bye. What's the forecast say? We're gonna make it through. Peace. <laughs>